Colver, Cardiganshire, Wales. 24th of April, 1894. The Mraud Anoil. My dear brother, I can hardly believe I shall be seeing you in a mere four days. That happy prospect banishes, almost, the trepidation I feel at my first ever visit to London. The reason, of course, that I am now writing in English. I know you've already received several letters from Mam concerning my visit. She has likewise jumped into me how vital it is I keep safe the great sum of money I shall be carrying. Every last penny our family has ever saved, so I'm repeatedly told. I know Mam has long dreamed of expanding our family business. Dad is still cherry. So I am pleased that all your hard work there in London means the fulfilment of that dream is finally in sight. Blanker draws out. So, Welshman, you and me. Please, call it a draws. Nine! <laughs> Can't quit now, Carrier. No, my luck's on the turn. You'll be amused to hear that Dad insists, in the teeth of all my objections, that I carry his big old pistol with me, the one he claims he won from that American lawman in a poker game. He assures me I may have need of it in Whitechapel to defend our family fortune, whom I honour, or both. On a more serious note, that sorry excuse for a man, Madog Priest, continues to press for my hand in marriage. He called here only yesterday with flowers for me and flattery for Mam and Beth. I swear when he had gone, the reek of corruption hung in the air. Your sweet sister Beth sends you her loving regards, as do I. Oh, dearest brother, how I long to see your familiar face, your eager eyes searching me out among the crush at Paddington Station. Samuel! Master Luke! Tell Harry and Bron they're to pour away the last of today's milk, sterilise the crock, take the churns back to the yard. You have to meet your sister. No, you are. Meg's train arrives in Paddington in less than two hours. Take the cart. Will not Miss Megan be expecting her brother to greet her? She may be, but I have other fish to fry. Get going or you'll be late. Bless me. You have something to say to me, Samuel? You play cards with Moses Lipsky. Where did you hear that? <laughs> it's true I frequent Mr Lipsky's establishment in Fashion Street on occasion. For the dancing. Sometimes I play a little shemmy there too. Is this any of your business? I made your father promise I would look after you in London. Oh, my father is a drunken sot. Mum says he doesn't know what day of the week it is, so I doubt he worries much about me. I know he worries about you. I neither want nor need his tame old Jew watching over me. Moses Lipsky is boss of the Bessarabian Tigers, a gang of vicious thugs. He chews men up like a golem and spits Samuel out Samuel Gore. Do not speak of this again and breathe one word of it, my nosy little sister, and... I believe you know what will happen. How shall I know, Miss Megan? Look for a young woman who appears fearful and lost. Luke! Luke, at last, I thought... No, no. Oh, sorry. Forgive me, sir. I mistook you for my brother. Yes? Miss Megan Evans of Schinkhofer. Who wishes to know? Samuel Singer. I give out you are exactly as I imagined. Oh, Miss Megan, I am so happy to meet you at last. Where is my brother? I fear Master Luke had a pressing engagement this evening. He sent his apologies. He also sent me. Oh. I have a carriage waiting to convey you to Whitechapel. I may take your bag? Uh, no, thank you. I'll carry it myself. For such a fine lady, it should be a carriage. You couldn't have unloaded the churns. I had no time. I feel mortified. Oh, don't. It's comforting. My day began on a cart such as this. Chewing Colva to the garden. A little different here, no? You might say so. Not only the crowds. Then I was speaking Welsh. Now English. 
my gum rig and yeah more brood wells. Oh for you! How do you know that? Oh, of course, Luke taught you. Luke? No, your father taught me. Oh? Just a little, before you were born. Ah. The cards like me tonight. I do. For once. What do you say? We wager it all. All the coin on the table? No, why not? No? All. Every penny I owe. One hand, double a quid. <laughs> no, I don't like it. We don't do that deal. <laughs> Scared you might lose? Moses Bach. Surely not, uh, what's the word you people use? You're not a, a nebbish, are you? Oh. Seven what? Seven dairies. We passed since leaving Paddington. So far, six of them Welsh. Welsh names, anyhow. Two Jones, two Griffiths, one Hughes, one Evans. No relation, as far as I know. Your countrymen have the London milk trade sewn up tight. You didn't know that? I knew that it was not only us, but so many. The Welsh have milk, the Jews have clothing. Also sewn up. Work no native Londoner cares to do. Fit only for the immigrant. Oh, we Welsh are the immigrants now. Low pay, long hours, filthy conditions, hard labour. The milk trade, yes. A bit of needlework. Whitechapel sweatshop in the heat of summer is a little corner of Gehenna. Uh, yet these occupations offer the promise of advancement. Enrichment, even. Who often a chimerical promise. Uh, we'll see about that. I crossed wheels in less time than we've been travelling now. How big is this city? Nebish? It means weak. Gutless. I'm surprised he didn't slit you there and then. He couldn't afford to. I owe him too much money. Well, stay away for a while. Luke! Any? You in a hurry? Oh, dear. I, uh, I have to meet my sister. I have this thing you must see. Please, Moses, no. Here, in this tin. You know Avran Pinsky from Minsk? A Kanaka, disrespectful. No, I don't think. Here. See. Yes, you know His ear. Pinsky's. His left ear. I'll cut it off myself. You work with cows, Welshman. You can't help being a Bahami. I know you mean no disrespect. I don't, Moses. Truly, I don't. He really doesn't, Moses. Tomorrow, I go away. Three days. I get back, you bring me my money. Uh -huh. Or I'll get another tin. I've never seen such a place as this. Never even dreamed it. How could you? No other such place exists in the whole wide world. You've seen the whole wide world, Samuel. Uh, a lot more of it than you have. Nowhere like Whitechapel. Are our cows nearby? They are. Are they not kept in the yard hereabouts? A few streets from here. You wish to pay them a visit? I do. Though, not now. Which way to the River Thames? That way. South. Far? Half a mile. A great river? One of the greatest. <laughs> are there trout in it, Samuel? Trout? Uh, truly, I cannot say, Miss Megan. I have never looked. <laughs> Though, if there are, I doubt they are edible. Wait there while I light the lamps. Luke's not back, then. It seems not. Gas. I wish we could get gas at Lloinkolva. Oh, what wonderful tiles. Your father had them put in when he bought this place. He wanted views of Wales. Sadly, the Dutchman who painted them had never been to Wales. They're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Today has been a day of mosts for you, I think. You must be in need of a drink. Will Luke be home soon? No milk left. Uh, tea? Cocoa? Samuel, I asked you if Luke would he be home He may soon. not be back until morning. Coco, please, Samuel. Then I'd like to go to bed.
Morning, Samuel. Where is she? Miss Megan? Of course, Miss Megan. Who the hell else do you think I mean? I made up a bed in the dry goods room. She's still asleep? I haven't heard her this morning. She had a bag? A large carpet bag. Well, where is it? She kept it with her. Damn. Give me a little of that milk. You never drink milk? Because I see where it comes from. Whiskey, boy. Milk's good, Samuel. No! You may open up now. Hey! Oh, well, now, Dan, I'm sitting in coffee, dear. Englishman, you're in London now. Oh, Luke, Luke, it's been two years. Yeah, you have the money? Did you open this? No. When do you go back? Depends. On what? On you. I've come all this way. I thought I'd stay a while. No. I mean, I'm glad to see you, Meg, of course, but how will they cope at home? Mum can't do everything, and Dad's useless, oh. and Beth too. The farm will go to the dogs without you, Meg. That's why you can't stay. The cousins are coming in, anti-railways boys. They'll stay till I get back. Oh, right. The farm will be fine, Luke, for a week or two at least. Well, good. That's good. I need to talk to you about Maddox Priest. You make the man sound like Beelzebub. Is he really so bad? He ruined a maid, then murdered his wife. His wife drowned in the Tyvee. Because Priest's debaucheries drove her to self-slaughter. That's your Why fancy. Why has Mum decided I must marry this man? Why is she so vehement about this? We'll talk of it again. I have to go. I have business to attend to. Buying this other dairy? That's right. Still a lot to be settled. Luke, wait. What should I do with this? Jesse Maur, don't point it at me. Is it loaded? No point carrying an unloaded gun. That's what Dad said. No, of course it's not loaded. You think I'm an idiot? Just cut you in your bedclothes for now. I'll deal with it later. She said she was going out for some air. At this time of night. This is not the sea coast at Lundrusted, Samuel. This is the commercial road. The air here is boiling tripe, rancid tallow, cat's meat and night soil. And these streets, they're not the cow pastures of Twinkolva. What time was this? Um, Samuel, what time did my sister go from here? A little after nine. Nine? Right, so she's been away less than an hour. Nine this morning. You're telling me... Megan's been out alone for over 12 hours in Whitechapel. newborn calf and what does she do walks off into the fog it wasn't foggy when she left christ only knows what's happened to her it was sunny this morning this is her see this is how she is always been like it from when she was a girl going off family sick with worry mom especially meg had grabbed one of the wild ponies and ride away be gone the whole day mom would beat her black and blue when she got home deserved it too mind you did it make any difference did it heck oh do if the little fool doesn't come back, I'll never hear the last of it. Mam will skin me alive. Yes, he Christ, man. My sister could be dying in an alley. Leave the bloody pots alone. The pots must be washed. What else would you have me do? I'd have you worry about it a bit more. It's like you don't care if Meg's alive or dead. You wish me to be honest with you, Master Luke. You're going to tell me you think she is dead, aren't you? I think wherever she is, Miss Megan is fine. Fine? She reminds me of her father, which makes me believe she is well oh. able to look after herself. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, man? This is her first time off the farm. Ever. Meg's never been anywhere bigger than Tregaron before. Only thing she knows are cows and, well, only cows. I can't think of anything else. Meg. Luke, I heard. 
Annie, what the hell are you doing here? I told you never to show your face at the dairy. I heard your sister's gone and got herself lost. Hello. You must be Samuel. I am, miss, yes. And your name is... Annie. Oh. Annie Riley. Doesn't matter who she is. She's not stopping. I've come to help. How can you help? I know the dangers faced by a young woman in Whitechapel. I know the places she might go or be taken. Taken by who? Is your sister... Is Megan a comely young woman? What? She is. She inherited her mother's fair looks. If a fella saw Megan in the street, forlorn and astray, would he want to... Want to what? You know. Yes, Seymour. This is my sister we're speaking of. You know that there are men out there, genial, generous, so they first of all seem, who prey upon guileless young women, who ply us with flattery and gin and... No, no, not Megan. Oh, Luke, it's like you just fell off the milk cart. Can that be true? Meg! Good evening, Miss Megan. Can my worldly wise brother be less worldly than he claims? you now. Wait, Luke! that astute young lady? Master Luke. A customer. No one important. Where the hell have you been? Walking the streets of this great city. Walking. Which is even greater than I dreamed. For 15 hours. I didn't set out to walk 15 hours. But the more I walked, the more I saw. The more I saw, the more I was eager to see. When I first came here, I did the same thing. Why? I witnessed a thousand sights that dazzled my eyes. Men and women in fine clothes and carriages. Barefoot infants in rags. Able-bodied men cadging farthings. We have poor folk back home. Nothing like this. Did you find a river? I did, Samuel. Thank mm. you. Why would you go to the river? To see it. I thought it would be like the Tavy, only bigger. It's not like the Tavy at all. No? No reeds, no <laughs> stepping stones, no overshading trees. <laughs> you can't tickle trout in the Thames, Samuel. <laughs> I believe I already knew that. Just now, as I turned home, I beheld one of the wonders of the world. Oh, what was that, then? Your new bridge, with the castles on either bank, each one greater than Kilgaren. Haven't you seen it? A workman told me when it opens in two months, it'll divide and rise up to let ships pass beneath. You think he was pulling my leg? You promised you'd take me to the yard today. I'll take you tomorrow. You've been saying tomorrow this last week. I'll mend this shirt. It's water fresh. I drew from the pump just now. There are matters we must talk about, Luke, before I go back to Trincolva. Mad or priest, for one. I'll not marry the man. Mum can put a gun to my head. She probably will. If there's to be a big row about this, I want you on my side. Why would I take sides in one of your rows with Mum? Because you should want to protect me from bad men. And Maddox Priest, he's as bad as they come. A vile lecher. Killed his missus, you said, though I've yet to see proof. If I had proof, he'd have swung for it. Even if he is all you say, which I doubt, toss me that towel. If Mum's decided you ought to marry him, what can I do about it? Your Mum's favourite. Her blue-eyed boy. She thinks you walk on water. So you say. I don't see it myself. Then there's Beth. What's the little fool done now? Oh, nothing. That's the point. Beth... Doesn't have to do anything. Mum still chastises her for no reason at all. No, in Beth, I'd hardly say. Our sister is forgetful and dreamy, but she has a good heart and she tries her best. One slip, Mum screams and shouts, which only makes Beth more fretted, more sullen, more Beth-like. So Mum gets furiouser still and thrashes the girl with whatever comes to hand. Two weeks ago, it was the long-handled ladle that hangs by the range. Beth bore the bruises when I left. Shit. One of these days, Mum will kill that poor child. Don't be ridiculous. We'll talk about it another time. Where are you going? Out. Family business. Yes? I'm meeting the man I'm buying the dairy from. There's still matters to be settled. If I don't go now, I'll be late. I made supper. I'll get something out. I put food on the table. You watched me. May I, please, out of my way. You will stay and you will eat it. Yes, see, Christ. You sound exactly like Mum. Oh, I suppose half an hour won't hurt. Samuel? Shop's closed. I'll be off now, if that's all. Miss Megan? Cashed up. It's in the ledger. See you in the morning. Samuel? Miss? Do you have a wife waiting with supper on the table? I thought you knew I do not. Until my brother arrived here, you lived in these rooms, is that not so? It is, for 25 years. 
What is home for you now? Why do you ask him this? Oh, a room in a lodging house, Miss Megan. Would you join us for supper, Samuel? Foolishly, I made too much for only the two of us. This is not how we do things. It would please me if you did. That's very kind, Miss Megan. No need for the miss. Megan will do. Or plain Meg. Well, Samuel? Might I ask what you're having? Ham. It's beef, not ham. Why do you oh. say ham? With bread. And my own pickles I brought from Clunculver. Well, that was an experience. One I wish never to repeat. But now we must go, mustn't we, Samuel? Thank you, Meg. Luke. What now? Play a hand of cards with me before you leave. No, no, I cannot. I dare not talk of this in front of Samuel, but I really do have to go. Samuel, will you stay and play? I fear I should Please. not. Please. Or would you have me spend another long evening alone? Oh, it would be a pleasure. Samuel, a word? Need I remind you of the power I have over you, Samuel? The ruinous knowledge I possess. No, Master Luke. One ill-advised word to my sister, and you are finished. Understand? I do. Don't wait up. Luke has a lot on his mind. Privilege. Fine. You play often? Most evenings, with my father. Ah, then I must take care. Why do you say that? I've played with your father. You have? When? Often. Here, in this very room. Many other places, too. Cut the cards. <laughs> Why do you laugh, Samuel? <laughs> I've seen your father do that many times. Do what? Invite his opponent to cut the cards. So, you cut them. And uh, you feel safe. Then, Johnny deals. Johnny? Your father. My father's name is Morgan. Morgan John Evans, as I'm sure you know. When I met him, he was Johnny. Johnny Klinkholfer. No one calls him that now. Six. Johnny's opponents would cut. Johnny would deal, as you have. Thirteen. And somehow, miraculously, the cards would come out exactly as Johnny wished. To give him a good hand? Twenty-one and a run of three. No, to give his opponent a good hand. Sometimes a very good hand. Twenty-four. Though never quite good enough. Did Johnny teach you that? To make the cards fall as I choose. Without anyone seeing? How is that possible, Sarah? Uh, I've often wondered that myself. <laughs> if my father did teach me that skill, and I'm not saying he did, <laughs> you may be sure I would not be using it tonight. No? Why would I gull you? We're playing for pleasure, oh. for company. We're playing so I feel a little less lonely. We're also playing for buttons. What would be the point? 24? Yes. 31. Oh. Thank you. Mm. The sin of the immigrant. Gumbling. Sin not the Jew, most of all. You have my money? Yes, but not here. Ah. There is a line from the little boy chick in the meanest street playing pitch and toss, studying the laws of chance in their tumble fashion, through these hopeful fools to be Moses Lipsky, who was once that little boy, and who now owns all this. The full sum? Yes. What did you do, Welshman? Sell your dairy? Mortgage the farm? Both? All due respect, Moses. That's none of your business. Bring it. Here. Tomorrow night. Morning, Samuel. My brother? You missed him again. He went out. Didn't say where. If I didn't know him better, I'd believe Luke doesn't care for my company anymore. Want a hand with that butter? No, I'm done. And it's margarine. Do, is it? I've never seen that before. Here, taste. Oh, 
Ach, wie? Oh, folk here like this? Folk here can afford this. Oh. Some of them. Oh, the postman brought you a package. A package? Postmark Tregarian. I didn't mention it to Master Luke because it's marked strictly private. From my father? Not his hand. No hand I've ever seen. Newspapers? Qualia and the Cardigan Observer. And a letter. Melyn Maur, Cardiganshire, Wales. 30th of April, 1894. My dearest Megan, I trust you will forgive my over-familiarity, since my since dearest, my is, dearest what is what you are already in my heart, and what you will soon become, before God, and Wales, and the world. I lately paid a call upon your dear parents, by chance it was the day after you left for London, to make a formal request for your hand in marriage. I am happy to report that both your mother and father smiled on my suit, and assured me your brother Luke also favours the match. Even your young sister Beth seemed excited in her charmingly simple way. Given the accord in the Evans household, at your mam's urging, I took the bold step of announcing our forthcoming nuptials in the popular press, both Welsh and English. I enclose copies. I await your return with impatience as I believe you are the only woman on God's earth who can take the place of my beloved late wife. Yours ever, Madog Priest. There, I heard you come in. I got a very upsetting letter from Madog Priest. Claims we're betrothed, me and him, with Mum and Dad's blessing. Yours too. That can't be right, can it? Luke, what's going on? Please, I have to know. It's even in the papers, Welsh and English. Says the wedding's next month. Sorry. You didn't catch most of that. Though it sounds like congratulations are in order. Not me, you want though, is it? It's Neighbourman and he, a pit sign. That didn't sound very nice. Is my brother in there? No, sorry, he's not. I don't know where he is. How the hell did you get in? I can see you're upset. I asked you how you got in here. I know where Luke hides the keys. Where? Beyond the pump in the yard. Don't bother looking there ever again. They won't be there. I don't want to be here. Luke hates me coming here, but I got phone out of my if lodgings. my brother had come back and found you... He'd have been livid at first, but I'd have brought him round, if you know what I mean. What's your name? My name? Annie. Annie Riley. You're Meg. I'm not making friends with you, Annie Riley. You're nothing to me, so I don't give a damn what you're called. But when I tell Luke about this, if I say that harlot I found in your bed, will he know which one I mean? No call to be get like that. Get your clothes on, Annie Riley, and get out of here. Now! Morning, Samuel. Perfect. Where did you come from? Tell Luke I didn't mean no harm. I only came here because I've got nowhere else to go. You know her, then? I met her once. She's a friend of... I know what she is. You know where Luke is now? He didn't come home last night? No. Then I don't. You meet all his lady friends? I very much doubt it. There's a lot, then. Those dark good looks, that Welsh charm, what do you think? I think the ladies like him, and he likes them back. It's just so unfair. This life? Give me some news I don't know. All right, I will. I'm engaged to be married, Samuel. Oh, my dear Meg, congratulations. Oh. Uh, are you having misgivings? It's natural. My guess you had misgivings. You were married? Oh, a long time ago. I wouldn't say misgivings. I'd say it's more... What? You believe you are not ready for marriage? Oh, if I was 
home now at Llynkolva. I take one of the wild ponies from the Elenid and ride to the sea. There, in the stillness and quiet, I can think. In this clamorous city, where is there like that? Much further? No, this is it. I'd hoped Luke would bring me here. I asked him many times. If you'd rather wait... I'd be waiting forever. After you. Not the seacoast of Wales, I know. Isaac! Is he? This a man looks after the cows. It's better, Samuel. It's... It's the farm. Llwyn Colver. In all the bedlam of Whitechapel. <laughs> the sounds. Smells. Oh, shut my eyes. I could be home. It's a good time. The cows were milked an hour ago. The chickens have been fed. We keep chickens? Oh, in a run by the feed store. Only a score so far. Oh. They lay the eggs we sell in the dairy. Come on, come on. Luke didn't want the bother, but I knew they'd be worth it. Leghorns, good layers. I'd like to get more. Isaac! Who's in here? He must have gone out. How often do you come here, Samuel? This is the first time in weeks. Too busy in the shop. Luke's here every day? Yeah, I believe so. You want to see your Welsh cows? Oh, of course. Thirty-five of them? Yes. Oh, yes, he Christ. These beasts have not been cleaned out for days. Oh, oh fed properly. Oh. Neglect. Canker. Merlin. Samuel, what the hell is happening here? Twenty-seven cows in there. Where are the other eight? I don't Put know. Put the grass, salt the glue. Is this why Luke didn't want me to come? You must ask him then. Of the poor creatures that remain, for a so sick, they must be destroyed. The others, it's a wonder they still give milk. And the milk they do give is fit to drink. Forgive me, Megan. Why? What have you done? I brought you here to lift your heart. Now you've seen this. I'm glad you brought me here, Samuel. Now, there's something else I need. What? A glass of milk. You drink milk at home? Not a cup, Samuel. A glass, so I can see the colour. I drink water at home, from our spring. I find milk too femmy. But I'm not supping it now to quench my thirst. Here. Fresh this morning? Of course. Take a glass yourself. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Did I you not really hear what I said, care. Samuel? We're not drinking for our delectation. Looks thin. Blue. You watering it, Samuel? Yechida. Like I am. Ah, Ravi. I don't know what the hell this is, but it's not milk. Or if it is, it's mixed with a large measure of water. Mm. Mm. Something else, too. Samuel? Chalk. Say again? Chalk dust. I never heard anything so disgusting. I agree. You sell the milk here, so you must be watering it. Am I right? You are. On my brother's orders? Consider where your loyalties lie, Samuel. Luke, he calls it milk from the black cow. The black cow? The pump in the yard. How long has this abomination been going on? Oh, a few weeks. Never before. Never again. Swear? I swear. Luke's had a lot on his mind lately. So, while he's busy buying some of the dairy, he's ruining this one? Sell folks this bishant, you bankrupt the business. You should talk to your brother. If I can find him. The money I brought from Trincolva. Do you know where Luke put it? We don't have a safe. 
we did. Luke pawned it. What? Last month. Hold the floorboard, please. Is this it? Yes. What will you do with it? Better you don't know. I've lit the fuse. Now I wait for the bang. Where is it? I said, where is it? Sorry, Master Luke, did you lose something? Don't play stupid with me, boy. The money from Colva. What have you done with I it? I have it. What? I took it back to get your attention. Well, it certainly worked. Rasta <laughs> fun. Master Take Luke. your hands off me now. We need to talk. Samuel, leave us. About many things. Beth, Madrog Priest, but they can wait. This can't. You're selling swill milk, Luke. You're killing our cows. You say you're growing the business. I am. That's why I need the dumb money. But I see you running it into the ground. I admit, since I've had my mind on this deal, I've let things slip. I've trusted Samuel too much, and he's let us down. <laughs> I see. Where's the money, Meg? Safe. Safer than it was shoved under the floor. I need it now. When our father entrusted me with that money, he made me swear not to part with it unless I was sure it was the right thing to do. Mum have much to say about that? Uh, from all I've seen here, I'm not sure at all. Well, let me show you then. There, across the street, what do you see? A dairy. I.G. Jones and Son. That's the one we're buying. One of them. Jones owns three. This one, two smaller ones. Bethnal Green and Myland. We're buying them all. Job lot. Looks big. Bigger than ours. It is. What's the I.G. stand for? Your Lord Gethin, I think. Your Lord Jones. I've heard that name. And probably from Dad. They used to know each other. Started up at the same time. Yolo's a foreigner. Foreigner? From Monmouth. Where's he keep his cows? Yard in Brick Lane, near the Truman Brewery. Very convenient for the feed. Can we go and talk to Mr Jones? Absolutely not. Why not? Not look. He's got a top-notch cowman. Cardi. Been with him forever. I can use him. Get rid of the old Jew. So you must not breathe a word of this to Samuel. Meg, you promise me? I promise. How about the son? What son? I.G. Jones and son. There isn't one. It's just his fancy. Two or three daughters back in the farm, but well, you know. What do I know? Women, aren't they? It looks like it's thriving. It is. Good location. Very profitable indeed. Why is he selling it? Ah. Ah, Yolo's broke. Personally, not the dairy. He's desperate for money. Broke how? Gambling. Can't help himself. He owes hundreds of pounds to a Jew gangster name of Moses Lipsky. Vicious bastard. So, we buy Yolo out. Rock bottom price. Still a lot of money, of course. He settles his debts. Maybe. Maybe? What choice does he have? Well, he pockets the cash, pops a ship to America, starts a new life. He hasn't decided yet. You happy now? Chicken khaki, he'll be as good as new. It's all there. Shoo! Come on, shoo! Oh, Meg. I'm so, so sorry. What for? Luke? Luke, what's wrong? What have you done? Mum should have said she was supposed to tell you before you left. Tell me what? There's... There's a great deal of money here. All Mum and Dad ever saved their entire lives? More. More? How can there be more? We borrowed. We had to, to meet Jones's price. We were £100 short. We borrowed £100? Who from? Oh, look. Not Madog Priest. Priest loaned it to us on the condition. Mum sold me to that man. No, Meg, it's not like that. It is? It's exactly that. This is Mum's doing. Dad would never do this. My own mother sold me like a milk cow or, or a cart horse or, or a whore. 
to that evil man? We all have to make sacrifices for the sake of the family, like I do every single day. You? Stuck here, far from home, speaking a foreign tongue, labouring like a Hebrew slave in this alien place. I won't do it. Place. I'd rather die. You have to marry him. A contract was signed by mum, dad and priests. Dad must have been drunk. He probably was, but you refuse. We forfeit the farm. What? We'd be destitute. Homeless. Can you see Dad sleeping under hedges? Beth begging for bread? Priest is not so bad, Meg, really. Those rumours... They just talk. You must go back. No. No. You have to, Meg. You have to go home. Tomorrow. And marry my dog, Priest. out in the dark, Samuel. If you're to get to Paddington for that early train... I'm all packed. Did you sleep? I played patience. A virtue I'm told I should cultivate. By ma'am, the most impatient woman in Wales. Where is Luke? He hasn't come home yet. He can't face me. Not even to say goodbye. I'll take your bag. Careful. I hope it's not loaded. Of course it's not. You know about the gun? I saw it on your bed. It's Johnny's gun, isn't it? The one he got playing poker with Wyatt Earp. Dad told you that fairy tale too, did he? No, I was there when he won it. Luke. What are you doing here? Lipsky here, Stella. You're supposed to be on a boat to America now. I've been out all night thinking about it. I can't go. Why not? Oh, Anivach. I don't know a soul in America. I'd be all alone. No, I'll be there too. I'll follow in a few days, just like we planned. I can't be a stranger in a strange land. Everyone in Whitechapel was that once, including me. We can start a new life in America. Bushman! Moses, I've given up on you. I was all set. Oh, well, what does it matter? You are here now. You got my money? Yes. Ah. I'll count it later. If you're short. I'm not. It's all there. You look sick. I've got a room in Flarendine Street. We'll go there. I'll make you forget all this. Welshman, all this gout. You want a chance to win it back? The £20 I gave you for America, where is it? No, you're not losing that too. It's my money. I don't care. You're not having it. Not now. How can I win it back? You've taken my every last penny. Oh, well. Mazeltov, go in peace. Oh, thank God. Well, we could always make it double or quits. They'll be milking now. They will. Meg, forgive me for being so bold, but if I may say you seem reconciled. To what? Getting married. Why would you think that? You're going back earlier than planned. My brother may be promised not to speak to you of this. I don't know why I am speaking of it, but... My betrothed, a man twice my age, name of Madog Priest, is... He's not a husband I have chosen for myself. This is not a love match, Samuel. So it was with my wife. My mother arranged it with the Shadchan, then told me the date of my wedding. What's a Shadchan? A dealer in livestock. Eh? A matchmaker. I was 20, my bride was 16. Were you happy? Was she? I... Did you love each other? Who knows from love? Guess you died of the White Plague seven months and nine days after our wedding. Oh. My mother went back to the Shadkin and demanded a refund. And I... I fled here. To London. Where I met your father. Was... 
Giza? Yes, Jane. Was she pleasing to you somehow? For those few months? Did you find her pretty? It was 43 years ago. In a different world to this. A world you cannot imagine and I barely remember. I have no photograph of Gessier, no painting. Sometimes when I lay in bed at night, I try to picture her face. I believe she was pretty, yes. In my memory, she is forever pretty. And we were happy for that time. When I lay in bed at night, I can picture the face of the man I'm to marry very clearly indeed. Yes? It is the face of a man I despise, who makes my skin crawl. An evil man, who quotes the Bible, but who defiles his maidservants, then dismisses and ruins them. Who drove his wife to suicide when she demanded a divorce. Okay, right. That is my fiancé. So I go back. A contract has been signed. A sum of money has changed hands, a very large sum. If I refuse to marry this man, my family forfeit the farm. You lose when Culver? You see the calamity that would be? We lose the farm, we lose the dairy. It would mean ruin for us all. Where was your dear father in all this? Sleeping off yesterday's hangover, working on today's. Johnny always liked a drink. I love my father, Samuel. I know he loves me, but these last years he loves the bottle more. This large sum of money, what do you suppose it is for? Another matter Luke forbade me to talk of with you. He's buying another dairy. Whoa! He told you that? He did more than tell me. He showed me. Which dairy is Luke buying? I promised him I wouldn't. What difference can it make now? I.G. Jones and Son, on Brick Lane. You know it? Very well. We must get on somewhere. Did you meet Mr. Jones? No. Samuel, please. I shall miss my train. Samuel, where are you going? I'll take you to meet Mr. Jones. Help you, miss. I hear I.G. Jones in the Curious, that's all. I was passing, saw the name. Thought I'd look in. You're a cardi. And you're from Monmouth way, right? Looking for a job, are you? Why would you think that? A young Welsh woman in London. Thought you might be wanting dairy work. I'm wanting to hear a voice from back home. Ah. Instead, I get a bloody Monmouth man. <laughs> <laughs> Tidy little shop you got here. Not so little, but yolk anyway. Trade good? Booming. Sure you don't want a job. I could use a girl like you. What's that, then? Sturdy. Oh, well, there's gracious for you. Hard-working, used to farm work. I see that from your hands. You know Luke Evans, the dairyman? Johnny Clune Culver's son. If you say so. Not much of a dairyman, by all accounts. Oh, now why say something nasty like that? Evans' dairy is on the skids. No. Can't feed their cows, can't pay their workers, selling milk from the black cow. Malicious tittle-tattle, that is. You shouldn't pay it, mind. Losing money and customers hand over fist they are. And it's not tittle-tattle, it's common knowledge. Only old Samuel holding it all together. That Hebrew, he's a real treasure. I tried to get him to come to work for me many times, but too fond of Johnny. Has Luke Evans been in here ever? To buy a decent quart of milk, you mean? Not so far as I know. You haven't been talking to him then? Me? Talk to Luke Evans? Why would I want to do that? Unless it was to buy Evans' dairy. Now there's an idea. I'm always looking to expand. Bought two other dairies already. State Evans' dairies and I'd pick it up for a song, don't you think? I think Evans' dairy is not for sale. To you or anyone else. Do you have a cowman? Cardi owns a quarter share of this place. <laughs> Where do you hear that, lol? Only one owner here, and you're talking to him, wasting his time. Well, if that's your attitude, I'll be on my way. You're Johnny's daughter, aren't you? Not the one who's soft in the head, the other one. She's not soft in the head. Megan, right? You knew that all along, didn't you? Only when you brought up your wastrel of a brother. You staying in Whitechapel a while, Megan Bach? Because if you are, come to Bethania Chapel and hear me preach. 
Otherwise, remember me to your father. You saw Jones? I did. Can't say I took to him particularly. But it was useful? Very. Luke gambles, doesn't he? Did Jones tell you that? Not in so many words. Yes, Luke does. He ought to know better. He used to play cribbage with me and Dad. Always lost. He's been losing years, hasn't he? That's what the money I brought from Trincolva's for. Not to buy a dairy. To pay off my idiot brother's gambling debts. Am I right, Samuel? I believe you are, yes. Luke owes it all to a Hebrew gangster called Moses something. Moses Lipsky. Surely Jones didn't tell you that. Jones didn't tell me anything. Luke did. Samuel, I know you're there. I can hear you breathe in. I'll light the damn lamps for you before I break my bloody neck. Better? What are you doing here? Sit down. You're supposed to go home this morning. Sit, Luke. Now. I paid a call on Yolo Jones. Oh, Magno. Tidy daddy he's got. I warned you not to do that. You've never even met the man. What? What? No, no, of course I met him. We close the deal tomorrow for all three dairies. And whatever Yolo told you, Meg, he was being cagey, that's all. Everything you told me about him, his enslavement by the card table, his grievous losses, the Jewish gangster he owes it all to, that's you, Luke. Now look, Megvach. Don't you Megvach me. I feel a fool for not seeing through you before. But you're my brother. You tell me a thing is true, I believe you. So you should. You've driven our family to the brink of ruin. Lost every penny we ever earned. Because you're bloody hopeless at cards. I had a run of bad luck. That's all. Does Mam know what the money is really for? No. No. How could I tell her? She believes it's to buy Yolo Jones's dairy. Yes. And she was willing to sell me to my dog Priest for that? That's really not how she saw it. Your plan to run away to America? When were you going to tell her about that? Because you know that would break what passes for her heart. I'm not going to America. No? Oh, Meg. You know me. I'm not cut out to be an immigrant. <laughs> You are here then, a cockney. I can go home from you. You can, Luke. You can go home. And that's what you must do. Flee this place with all its temptations. Get away from Moses, whatever his name is, and go back to Llunculva, where all is clear as the waters of the TV. Work on the farm. Look after Mum and Dad and Beth. We're not on the brink of ruin. Are we not? We're over it, Meg. We're in the abyss. We're at the bottom of the abyss. What are you telling me, Luke? I wanted to put it right. I felt it was my duty to put it right. So I thought... I thought, I thought if I could win it all back, the full sum, if the cards fell my way, I could repay the money and, and save you from my dog, Priest. And I felt lucky. I did. And the cards did fall my way, Mac. They really did. For a few hands there... They almost did. <laughs> what did you lose? Everything. I don't know what that means. All the money you brought from home. Well, I'd lost up before a course. And this place, Meg. I lost all this on the turn of a single card. Oh, Luke. You lost the dairy? I have to take the deeds to Moses Lipsky tomorrow. Or I'm a dead man.
Morgan Evans Dairy, Commercial Road, Whitechapel, London, Saturday, 5th of May, 1894. Dearest Dad and Mum, my darling Beth, I am writing to you now. To tell you your lives are over. Did you find your lady friend? No. And Miss Annie Riley is no friend of mine. She was here in your bed two nights ago. Isn't that being friendly? You'll have to say goodbye to her in a letter. I wasn't seeking her to say goodbye. Oh, I thought... I'm looking for the little slipog because she has £20 of my money. Your money? Our money. Family money. How did she manage that? I gave it her for safekeeping. It was for when we got to America. She was going too? And when I asked for it back yesterday, she refused. <laughs> Why'd you laugh? If she had given you the money, who would have it now? Us or your Hebrew gangster friend? <laughs> Moses Lipsky is not a friend. You're shedding friends today like a dog sheds fleas. Should I post that letter? Nothing to post. I haven't written it. You were sat there sucking that pen when I went out. I start writing. In my mind's eye, I see Mam opening it, excited, expecting word of our new dairy. Her fondest hope bearing fruit at last. Then, when she's recovered from the blow, if she ever does, having to break the news to Dad and Beth, explain that the prodigal son has wagered everything away. Oh that their lives are turned to chaff and ashes. That there can be no safety or comfort in this world anymore. You think they should learn that from a letter? No. Well, when you put it like that. You must tell them. But why me? Seriously? No, 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 Meg. We have to tell them together. They'll take it better from the two of us. No, we, we break it a man first, I'm then she helps us. I'm not coming with you tomorrow. Well, well, why not? There's nothing for you here. I'm staying on. Tie up the loose ends. All the ends are in others' hands now. The yard, for one thing. The cows, the hens. Look, the yard goes with the dairy. The stock is not our concern anymore. The cows will go to the slaughter, man. I'll ring the chickens next myself. I raised those cows. Don't see sense, girl. But when I hand over the deeds to Lipsky tonight... You? No. You're not going there ever again. I shall do that. Whoever does it. Soon as he owns the dairy, which by tomorrow he will, Moses will do one of two things. Sell it off prompt for a quick profit, probably to Yolo Jones, no. or turn it into another club. Commercial Road's a prime site, better than Fashion Street. He's not getting the tiles. What tiles? Dad's beautiful tiles, with views of Wales. I'm pretty sure Moses Lipsky won't want views of Wales. Nor is Yolo Bloody Jones getting neither. I'll take a hammer to them first. See you tomorrow, Mrs. Tanner. Cheerio, Duck. Give my best to Augustus. Thank you, I shall. Luke. Annie! I hear you looking for me. I am. You know why. You want me to leave you two alone? Yes. No, I'm here to see you. Me? Last time we met, you called me a whore, which I may be because sometimes I'm forced to sell the only thing of value I possess, but I am not a thief, and I'd not have you think me one. There's a surprise. Nah, -uh. this is for her. But I gave it to you. It's all there. Uh, thank you, Annie Riley. I only kept it because... I know why you kept it. I begged Luke to quit the table so many times, he never would. Not even when I warned him Moses cheats. He cheats? So she says. When the stakes are high, and they were always high when Luke played. Cheats how? He pays the tarts who hang around the players to peek at their carts. They signal him. I've seen them doing it. Hardly subtle, then. No call to be subtle. Men turn stupid when they have cards in their hands and a pretty woman in view. Thank you, Annie Riley. Don't mention it. See you, Luke. Yeah. Bye. Told her you're leaving tomorrow. Well, you know what she is. She said it herself. She'll find someone else soon as I'm gone. 
I should take that £20 for Mum and Dad. It'll soften the blow. £20 will barely make a dent in their misfortune. We need more. A great deal more. Samuel? Meg? Come with me to Moses Lipsky's gambling club this evening. To hand over the deeds for the dairy? No. To play cards. How do I look? Pale as a ghost. Better? Now a ghost with red cheeks. You believe I can accomplish it? I believe Johnny could. I know he could. It's how he got the money to buy the dairy. My father got the dairy by cheating at cards. I'd better say by playing cards, since no one ever saw him do it. So if Johnny taught you well... Oh, I believe he taught me well. I hope he did. But we played for fun. Seven. Ah, nine! Ay, 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 it's my lucky night. <laughs> Your luck will change, I feel it. Excuse me, this chair free. Who's deal? I said, is this chair free? Look around, Shiksa. What do you see? An empty place at your table? Try again. I see ragged men with hopeful faces, hazarding their hard-earned coin on the turn of a card, <laughs> losing mostly, and I see one fellow who seems to have all the luck. Young men. You see many women holding cards? Women in the room. Not seated at tables. Look, there's a band playing next door. Go dance. Maybe I'll join you later. <laughs> you don't play cards with women? Everyone in. Uh, afraid you'll get beat. Go keep it somewhere else. 20 pounds. Gold sovereign. Anyone mind if the Shiksa joins us? No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> what you playing? Shemmy. Know it? I think so. If not, I'll pick it up as we go. <coughs> Mind if I shuffle? Be my guest. Oh! <laughs> Clumsy me. You play often? Quite often with my dad. You're dead? On the farm. <laughs> it just gets better. <laughs> not Shemmy, though. Snip, snap, snore. <laughs> Bit of a card sharp, my dad, when he was young. He's old now, not older than my mum. Oh, oh, don't stand behind me, dear. Put me off. Mm. Up oh, by my father, Johnny Schoenkolvai, swept her off her feet. Married her. Yeah. She was 17, he was 50. Oh. Cut the cards, Mr. Lipsky, so you know I'm not cheating. <laughs> Shall I deal? Amuse us. Eight. Nine. Oh, you lose again. No need to look worried, Moses Bach. Do you mind moving this? You're blocking my light. Your luck will be back soon. Sure as night follows day. I'm sure it will. So, why don't we double the stake? Eight. Nine. You think you're clever? Clever? No, lucky. Like you often are. Only not tonight. If this really is all the cash you have on the premises, I'll take an IOU for the rest. Leave it. I beg your pardon? You cheated. No. Leave that coin where it lies. Speak up if you saw me cheating. This is mine. One fair and square. Esha! Boss. Throw the gun if out. Look, I don't want any trouble. Big gun for a little girl. Lucky I'm not a little girl. I'm sure you can hold it steady. Hmm. Steady enough to hit a farmyard rat at 40 paces. Not much left of the rat, mind. Samuel? Me? Gather up my winnings, would you please? How far do you think you'll get? Don't be a bad loser, Mr Lipsky. Even you can't win all the time. Take a lesson from these fine fellows here. Do you make a fuss when you lose? Do you bellyache and bluster? No. No? No, no did my brother Luke who lost so heavily here. You're the Welshman's sister, I should have known. These honest, industrious young men. Regulars, right? Here every night. This is their home from home. So? I see them watching us now, thinking, if no one ever gets to win in this establishment, or if when you do win, you're stopped from taking your prize, why bother playing? 
Why bother coming here at all? Don't you bother with that IOU. I'll hold on to our old dairy instead. Got my weddings there, Samuel? Every shekel. Night, Moses Bach. Wait! That gun. Ten shilling for it. Sorry, Moses, I can't. Fifteen bob. It's a family heirloom. A guinea. It's not mine to sell. My dad won it in a poker game from some famous American. By cheating? Like you? Walk out with the money. Keep it for now. But I promise you I shall get it back. Every shekel. Friday, June 15th, 1894. Dear Dad and Mam, my dear brother Luke, and of course my darling Beth, Forgive me for not writing for a while. Things have been hectic here these last weeks, and I have scarcely had a moment to gather my thoughts. I do believe trade is getting a little better at last. I will not lie to you, though. The dairy is still struggling. Our survival still very much touch and go. It occurs to me that £100 I gave Luke to pay Madog Priest would have made all the difference. Though, of course, I am glad that debt has been repaid. Glad to have that man off our backs and out of our lives. If Luke can send us those cows next month, as promised, the milk here should flow more freely again. Now it's just... oh, bolt the door, Samuel. Turn the sign to closed. With pleasure. I believe we've both earned a cup of tea. Oh, I forgot. A letter came for you from Trincolfer. Ma'am, ticking me off for not writing, no doubt. Oh. oh, do. It's not from Mum. Surely that's her hand. It is. Mum's wrote down the words, but they were spoken by Beth. Good news? Well, Beth believes so. She tells me she's the happiest girl in Wales because she's engaged to be married to Madoc Priest. How can that be possible? Barely a month ago, his heart was set on marrying you. It appears that in courting me... His many visits to Llwyncolfa, he fell in love with Beth, without realising it. It was only when I rejected him that the scales fell from his eyes. Oh, the man is... A monster. I was going to say fickle. Uh, priest proposed to Beth three days ago, with a ring and a fine bouquet of flowers <laughs> and a grey cob pony, which Beth says she's calling Tyrion. Gentle. <laughs> There's irony for you. Ah. She sounds very excited. Though I would say more by the pony than the man. She's old enough to marry? Seventeen. Eighteen in a few months, so in years. Yes. She'd need our parents' consent, but <laughs> I doubt that will be a problem. Oh, Samuel. What am I to do? 